Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode 27 of The Batter. We are back from our little break. We took a two-week break. I hoped that it would only be a one-week break, but work has sucked, so it's been hard uh, trying to manage everything. But we're back. We're here. I am joined, well, I guess... Uh, this is the batter. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Katie Cupcake, and today we are joined by me again. Unfortunately, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking back off our quote-unquote normal episodes with Mister as our co-host this week. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday. If you celebrate. I did make it to Mr. even though I was up way too late than I can't even say the night before. I literally didn't go to bed until like 4.30. No, I went to bed at 2.30. I had to be up at 4.30. So I took a nap and made it all the way through security in 20 minutes on Thanksgiving Day, which is the busiest day of the year when it comes to traveling. And, uh, yeah, it was actually really not that bad at all. And um, I was going to treat myself to Starbucks because I usually treat myself to Starbucks on my way to him as like a little, I don't know, treat because I don't, I don't get it normally because it's expensive and I don't want to drive across town to get a coffee, you know? So oh, you get the most expensive drink at the airport where it's more expensive? It's actually not. <laughs> Surprisingly, because I thought I was going to be paying, like, more, too, but it's the same price as if I was to just go down the street, well, you know, across the city to get it. Surprising, I know, because everyone's like, everything costs more at the airport. And in the most cases, you're correct, but in this instance, for whatever reason, it is not. Um... And then I got there and I took a nap. And then when we woke up, it was time to eat. So it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I got there. What time did I get there? It was super early. Uh, 11.30, 12 o'clock maybe? No, it was before that. My, It was like 10, 9.30, 10. Wasn't your flight at 8? We boarded at 6.50. Oh. Yes, you got it. Okay, so yeah, you got here like right before 10. I don't remember. It was two weeks ago. Unfortunately, it was two weeks ago. Um, So if you guys celebrate, I hope you had a good one. If you didn't, I hope that if you had the days off, you enjoyed those at least. Because, you know, days off are always nice and extra ones are even better. Um... Let's see, do we have any other business that we need to... Oh, so my merch is available until the 10th, or my holiday line is available until the 10th, if you guys are interested. That information will be linked in the description box below. I will maybe, might eventually do some something for the podcast related. So if you guys follow me on... Twitter, whether it be my personal account or the batter's Twitter, just let me know what you would like and I can see what I can do about that because 
I have um, a couple of people who are willing to help me out for free. I can also do stuff for myself, depending on what I have going on. Uh, this month is going to be crazy busy with Christmas and everything, but and all these collabs that I'm scheduling for the next couple of weeks. But make sure you catch me out on Twitch too, because I do I talk about like important stuff over there too. It's not just a shameless plug. Like I actually do say things over there that I think you guys would be interested in, you know, wanting. And if you're not interested in watching the live, you, the VOD is always available as well. I have not committed to the VOD's channel just yet. I have a little bit more getting ahead on other things to do before I commit to that because me and Mr. have our YouTube channel as well. You guys aren't aware I will promise I will try to link everything down below as I possibly can and I don't know I think we talked about holiday merch oh also I am doing a fundraising event with a bunch of people from either respawn recruits or that have now made it to respawn partner congrats to all the recent partners um, there's been quite a few and we are raising money for Save the Children. We are Team Charity, like Chair-ity, you know, because Chair, Respawn, get it, haha. <laughs> and so if you guys are able to donate, I will put the link for that as well below because I would super much appreciate it. If you're not able to support monetarily, do consider giving us a share because it does it does help every dollar does matter i think that's it for catching up business as this is all i can remember anyways what is our first topic mister i don't know where are we what happened <laughs> the first topic uh the first topic yes the, the texas chainsaw massacre video game update Oh, yes, that just happened within the last couple of days. Yes. And for once we're on time with our topics, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. This was, it, it was less than a week ago, November 28th, so it might have been just on the week mark, but either way, we're pretty up with it. And the Texas Chainsaw game got a massive update. We got a new map, we got a new family member which is the killer and we got a new victim which is you know the survivor aspect and they also made a tweak which is huge for quality of life and matchmaking Leatherface is no longer required to be in the match so before you had to have somebody play as Leatherface in order for the game to be able to start they have now nixed that and you can be whatever of the characters that you want so you have Baba, obviously, or Leatherface, and Cook, Johnny, Hitchhiker, Sissy, and now... Did I forget one? You forgot the new one. Well, I meant before the new one. No, that was all. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> the new one, whose name is... I'm drawing a massive blank and it's probably staring at me in the face. I literally can't see it though. Hmm? 
Who's the new killer? Family member? Uh. Is it Nancy? Sure. Oh my I gosh. Nancy, okay. Alright, had to dig down deep for that one, guys. So sorry. For whatever reason, it doesn't actually stay in, in this article. And I swear when I was reading the article to, you know, see what else is pertinent, because I, I followed them on Twitter, so I got the, you know, update that they were updating the game, but I didn't, um, I wanted to do more research, obviously, and was, I don't know. So... Um, you can play without Leatherface, and then there are some other patches, so they fixed an XP issue. So, Grandpa perks unequipped, so now Grandpa has perks that stay equipped from match to match, and they fixed... here that I like. <clears throat> They fixed the sound issue with Leatherface. Apparently, his footsteps were too loud from a certain distance, so they fixed that. Turning off the valve. So, fixed a bug that would allow family to turn off the pressure valve too quickly by using their ability while interacting with the... Oh! That was a little bit of a glitchy glitch, huh? Is it a Lexplay? And then change character outlines when making noise. We have changed how character outlines function when triggering noise makers. Players who make noise will now have a red noise outline attached to them for a few seconds. Making noise with bone charms, nuggets, bone piles, door slams, and toolboxes will be affected. Sliding metal doors will not. This is intended to incentivize stealthy play. Yeah, so there's people who just speed run the game are going to get marked the whole time now. Also, they fixed the option where you are now able to mute the crazy people in your lobby, which is mm -hmm. a nice touch because if you're streaming or recording content and you get into a lobby with somebody who is being a mouthy McGee and saying all kinds of stuff that should not be, you know, said out to the world, you know, you have the option to not have to deal with that, which is super like, that's a huge quality of life update in, itself, in and of itself. What else do we got here? About what? What else has... Yeah. Uh, Changes. Um, Grandpa got tweaked. He takes a little bit more time to wake up now. And they also got rid of his cutscene for when he's woken up. It'll just say that he's awake now. Yeah, because it, it was cool for the test and, like, as... I think I think it's okay if it's, like, your first couple of matches to kind of let you know what's going on. But, obviously, it's a global announcement, so it's no way for them to fix that in that you're getting a cutscene and you're standing still, but somebody else may not be getting it. Right. So I get why they got rid of it. But I do think that that gave a little bit more immersive effects when get cut to him and you're like oh shit now I gotta be careful but it also makes sense as to why they got rid of that yeah <clears throat> what else what else we went over the leather face what is next oh interesting so so they got rid of the requirement for leather face but his barricades are still there 
Mm-hmm. So if you play without a leather face, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah, it's going to make the family have to cooperate more. Mm-hmm. And then apparently Johnny's sprint, sprint attack got tuned. So when he's lunging, when attacking and sprinting, it basically... It's a nerf, <laughs> essentially. It says to bring him more in line with other family members. Johnny was super, super strong. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. It sucks, though, because, like, he's he's strong, but he was slow. So it kind of balanced in that way. But... It'll probably still be just as strong. You just have to be tighter with the movement and using it. But he's kind of weird to control. At least for me, he was. I like using Johnny. I preferred using him over most people, and then I started using Sissy. <laughs> yeah, I... I like, the, I like her sneaking ability. Sissy and Hitchhiker are kind of who I gravitate... Gravitate? Gravitate. That's a new Pokemon. <laughs> gravitate to uh, when I'm playing, but... You know, whatever. Everyone has their own playstyle, which is nice. And then um, the last one, is there anything else for Grandpa here? Slightly more noise for the victims to wake up Grandpa. Essentially adjusting the threshold. And auto wake up events will still wake him up normally. So if you've get, gotten out of the basement, say you're in the house and you got out of the basement, that is still going to trigger him waking up. Right. So all in all really really good changes really because people say that the game kind of died and i don't think it died i think we're in this weird gaming sphere where like everyone's attention span is ass and they're just like having trouble sticking with games like we were having this conversation in stream the other night about or uh, bales's stream the other night about uh, Diablo 4 and how like one of our people Eichenberg is still playing it like you know really what's the word I'm looking for like he plays he plays it a lot like frequently I guess that's mm-hmm. that's a word that works whereas me and Bales we don't play it anymore it's like we want to play it but it just there was just like it was really good at first and then for some reason it just like stopped being something good and it makes me feel guilty because it's a game that you paid for well technically he paid for it so but also it's like in general it's a game that everyone had to pay for it wasn't it's not available anywhere else like it's not a game pass option or anything like that but um at the same time, like, I don't want to force myself to play something because that's just going to make me dislike it more. And I can always come back to it. If I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to play this today. I still have it installed. I can still turn it on. I can still, you know, fuck around and 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 do the things. It's just this gaming sphere we're in is, is kind of odd. <clears throat> but, like, TCM kind of died down, but it'll... It'll pick back up because of the new map character. 
and I think I think that's something that they should keep in mind is how frequently because they had big plans when they released their roadmap they had big plans for the game and I think if they at least try to consistently do updates in a way that makes sense meaning they give it time for the maps characters etc to settle but then okay we're launching you know x even if it's just like you know one character or a variation to the map something like that because like i haven't seen the movies so i'm not really sure but i feel like there's only so much you can do right in the aspect of keeping it in the quote-unquote franchise which i'm not sure if they are trying to do they haven't really stated one way or the other but i don't know that's that's my two cents on that and then our next topic is something really interesting um so i haven't played these games but they're hit or miss from what i hear but the Telltale Walking Dead games are on sale for a dollar through Humble Bundle. So the entire series is available on Humble Bundle as they're raising money for charity. And you can get, if you add more money, so the base requirement is one dollar. And then if you add more money, they tack on additional games and like stuff, whether it be DLC, whatever. And this, the proceeds will go to Child's Play Charity. So as of this article, which was about a week ago, it's raised $10,000 so far. So that's a lot of people buying the games. And yeah, I think, I think that's a neat way of, of earning fundraising however you want to put it money for charities because it's not outwardly like just give me money for this reason it's hey if you buy some of these games we donate the money and x happens it's just like when i could for the incentives that we're doing on the channel like are they going to cost me money out of my pocket? Like if I do a merch item for somebody? Yeah. But it's to show my thanks. And ultimately, if we raise more money than I'm spending, then it makes sense. And another plane is coming in because I can hear <laughs> the landing gear again. It's so funny, like I never used to notice it. And since I've been flying more frequently to go visit him, I like, I just notice these. But yeah, if you've been interested in playing the Walking Dead Telltales saga, then get it, get yourself onto Humble Bundle. It is a dollar. It was going for about a week little less than a week at this point when your guys are listening to it so make sure you hop on that and don't miss it if it is something that you guys are interested in 
is it's a super great deal and it's supporting a great cause. And you, like I said, you can always tack on more. If you feel like, you know, I want to give more, you can just, you can buy them for $5 and then you have the games and you're putting more money towards the charity and to the creators. And, you know, when you go onto Humble Bundle, it tells you like where the money gets split, which is also very, very nice. What is our next topic? <laughs> oh, he's giggling. Oh, I was just letting you go. It was just how yeah, you just rolled right in the next one. That was funny to me. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were like looking at funnies while I was talking no. or something. <laughs> Listening. Uh, for the next topic, we have the Game Pass games getting added for December. Ooh, exciting. What do we have coming? We have Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition. I have never heard of this. <laughs> Sounds interesting by the name. Yeah. Is there a description of it? No. Fun fact, there's no description for it, so it is what it is. Let's look it up. I will do that. There's a video, but... Yeah. Okay. Third-person adventure game. Inspired by the breathtaking and mysterious landscapes of Iceland, plays an ordinary red fox whose story becomes entwined with the guardian of the northern lights, a female spirit fox. So it reminds me of, um, like, what is that called? Fae or something like that? Sure. But <laughs> Either way, you get to play as a fox, so that's kind of cute. Just saying. And then next we have Steam World Build. Is a day one edition for Game Pass, so it's meaning that it's already available now. Without achievements, which is kind of weird. And uh, that's all we have for there. Um, Steam World Build looks interesting. I forget what it reminds me of. Well, there have been a bunch of SteamWorld games, so this looks like more of a, um, with it being called Build, I feel like it'll be like a resource management, like, town builder. Yeah, yeah, because the, the top graphics kind of look like my time at Porsche, my time at Sandrock type of, like, machinery and stuff. So that would make sense. Yeah. But I'm not sure. But those are at least the couple of games that for there that we know are adding. I think I have another Xbox topic here. Uh, yeah, we have another um, December 4th through 8th. So during the time that you're listening to this, more games have been or will be added. And we're starting off with... Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Oh. That's on the 7th. That's in two more days. Yep. But this will come out on the 7th. Or, no, this comes out on the 6th. So, you guys... Forward it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> God, it's so hard, like, recording and trying to, like, remember time zones and... That's and not times Not time zones. Oh, I quit. It's it's been a day. It's been a day. And 
I'm confused about this because Disney Dreamlight Valley was already on Xbox Game Pass. That's how I've been playing it. It says the 1.0 release, so I'm not really sure what that means. But if you haven't played Disney Dreamlight Valley, I highly recommend it. Is, is it still technically in early access? Oh, maybe that's what it is. It was beta. So this is, is going to be the official, official game. No, that could be it. The game is not officially out right now. Yeah, that could be it. And then the ultimate edition of Cyberpunk 2077. And what other games do oh, we have? Phantom Liberty DLC? Not bad. There's quite a few here, actually. That game sounds familiar and I don't know why. What one? Uh, like uh, Age Through Blood. It's not what I thought it was. I have no idea what this game is. Never mind. Okay, well next we have Make Way, which is a which comes out or has already been added to Game Pass. And if you heard the dog grumbling, I apologize. He is mad that I'm not snuggling him in bed right now. And also probably mad that I turned the fan off because I didn't want to get cold while I was recording. And he is a spoiled brat. And Make Way is a game where you speed around loops, start through train crossings, drift around helter-skelters, and unleash wacky weaponry in this modern take on classic top-down multiplayer racing games. The twist? You build the truck. Ooh, interesting. So you can see how, like, fast and, you know, how much you can push it. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. What's next? Born of Bread. I feel like I heard of this game before. I haven't, and when I read the description, which is play as a flower golem who possesses a never-ending childlike wonder and a set of odd abilities, also flower is in bread. Yeah, I was just, uh, yeah, I was good. <laughs> not, the, not the plant. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting by golem. Sounds like a cute little game. It, it has a nice art, like a nice little cartoony art style. Cartoony art is always good. Plug in digital. I've never heard of that company. So don't know. But you have that. And the next we have uh, that came out on the 5th. So that is out by the time you guys are listening to this. Then we have Chessorama, which is a collection of chess inspired puzzle and strategy games that use chess pieces and their established movesets then reimagines their goals and themes. So taking like the pieces and they oh, have to move wow. in their particular ways, but you have to figure out a puzzle doing it. That sounds so I'm crazy. At, I'm looking at the screenshots. Yeah. They're, you have to use chess pieces and move them the way that they literally move on the board to play soccer. Oh God. It's one of the puzzles. So if you're into brain-breaking games, that might be for you. <laughs> if you like chess, this is going to be a fun little twist. Also out on the 5th of December. And what's next? I don't know how to reword them. Uh, next we have the Cyberpunk 2077 Ultimate Edition. That also came out today. The 5th. Yes. And we'll... Just the full version of the game along with the new DLC that came out. Okay. A month ago? Two months ago? Something like that. Okay. And then we have Disney Dreamlight Valley 1.0, 1. 
which came out the 5th. Explore a world filled with the magic of Disney as you discover rich stories and build a perfect neighborhood alongside Disney and Pixar heroes and villains of this new life sim adventure. I also um, learned a... Forget what, I forget if I was reading an article or what, but you now have the ability to kick people off of your little area so you're not stuck with somebody that you may have accidentally moved in. Basically, this is for like people who maybe haven't expanded a lot and they're like, oh, darn, I really want to see what this character's quests are like. Um, it allows you to basically boot them and replace like you would in Animal Crossing. Next, okay. yeah. What is the next one? Uh, next up, we have uh, Laika, Age Through Blood, which, looking at the pre the cover art, I didn't know what to think of it, and then looking at the screenshots... Something you're going to download? <laughs> I think so. It's a Western-inspired Motorvania. What the set in a post -apocalyptic fuck is a Motorvania? If you've ever heard the term uh, Metroid Metroidvania, like the original Metroid game where like you go to a thing and then you circle back and the two two D side scroller aspect. Okay. But the whole concept of the game is you are a fox riding a motorcycle with a side. It's a side scrolling shooter. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that one. Yeah. But it looks very interesting. Not what I was expecting by the cover art. Or the name. Or the name. That's not what I was expecting when I was reading the name. That's for darn yeah. sure. Alright, next we have... Oh, like a December 5th as well. We have Park Attacked Deluxe Edition, December 5th. Construct your own coasters. Design an efficiently operating park that fully immerses your guests in its theming and play through the campaign. So basically, it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but with story mode. Yeah. Which I love, because I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like, this might be a game that I get and play, like, if, I, if and when I get on top of the stuff that I have planned for, you know, everything that I have planned and I have downtime at work... That might that like that's a good game to play during that because you can pause it and everything and terrorize people. I mean, totally not block their path so that they get stuck <laughs> and have to spend money. The worst. <laughs> what? I said the worst. I said next is Wallaby Iron's hot. Uh huh. Misread. Hang on. <clears throat> Step into the boots of an expert smith for a crafty adventure filled with mystery and charm. That's also the fifth. Which looks like a two or not a two. I was gonna say two D, but clearly it's two D. It's a pixel art style blacksmithing game with an adventure behind it. Hmm. So it's like another like farm aspect game, but only for yeah, like blacksmith. blacksmith. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Sounds um probably less overwhelming than some of the farm games can be like especially when you're first starting out and playing them and you have like all of these things that you can see and you can't do and you're like <laughs> <laughs> next is battle stations blockade which comes out the sixth 
You receive orders and then set out on treacherous waters as you control a pair of gun turrets, shooting down aircraft, destroying boats and battleships, clearing mines, taking up paratroopers, and more. So it's like warships. Sounds like sounds like warships mixed with um, battleship. Oh, it's like a um, it's like paratroopers. Is that the name of that game? Okay. You can't do this in this game, though. That's a, that's against the Geneva Convention. My God. You're not allowed to use fly cannons on paratroopers. Well, this game is breaking the rules. Uh, what is the next game being added? Forklift Extreme Deluxe Edition. This sounds really fun. <laughs> it's a. It sounds insane. But it's in a. Uh, I can't think of the game it looks like. It's in the art style of like. I can't. I can't think of the name of the game. That's it's really gonna piss them off. <laughs> it is. It is. Click on the um. The name of the game. It'll take you to the store page. You can look at the picture. See if you can think of what the game looks like. Forklift. Oh, I don't. Oh, Project Zomboid. Yes. Yes, it looks like Project Zomboid. <laughs> I also just like the name of the um, the forklift is Rat instead of Cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's definitely wow. like. I'm surprised Call Me Kevin hasn't found this game and caused chaos, because... Well, it's not out yet. Well, I mean, it's out. It's just not on Game Pass. Uh, or is it... Oh, no, it's pre-order. It comes out on the 7th. Oh, interesting. So it's one of those it's not yet. going to going be to right to Game Pass. Cool. I like that. Um... Next we have Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which we went over, which is December 7th. Avatar Frontier... Let me try that again. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is a first-person action-adventure game set in the open world of the western frontier of Pandora. I don't know how I feel about that. It, it's, it doesn't vibe with me. Day. Mm -mm. But, I mean... Oh, I missed the topic. Um... We'll see. Yeah. Three, so maybe I'll give it a, sh uh, a look. But, I mean, I don't really know if I will. That's, I mean, I don't. I definitely won't, so I get it. Do you want Do you want to attempt to say this next title's name? Clockwork Aquario? Yeah. I. That's my best <laughs> guess, too. Aquario. It's just weird because it it's A C Q, so it's like you you get that double K sound. Is it A C Q? Yeah. It's not on the page. I'm on looking. the store page, it's not. Oh. Oh, maybe I it's... think that's a I think it's a typo. If you oh, it's Aquario. It, okay, it's Clockwork yeah. Aquario. I don't know how they managed to add a yeah. C into that because uh, it's not even close. But this just looks like a um. A very Japanese looking beat em up. Mm. 2D side scroller, but definitely gives me a very like, like NES vi uh, vibe. 
Let's just struggle for me to get that out. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, another one. Cotton 100 is not what I was expecting. Oh, it's the same company. That's why it looks the same. Cotton 100%. 100%, yes, you're right. And um, so Clockwork Aquarios, December 7th. It's a jump and run, pick up and throw your enemies, rack up multipliers to boost your high score and play with friends in a dedicated two-player local coop. <laughs> they forgot to hyphen and go up. <laughs> uh, and then Cotton 100%, also December 7th. Once again, the world has fallen into darkness, and the fairy oh Silk sets out to look for help. She crosses paths with the young witch Nata de Cotton, who seems rather uninterested in helping her. At least that one has, like, a story behind it. Next, we have Evil Nun, the Broken Mask, December 7th. You have been selected to participate in a religious summer camp that promises to be the ideal place to make friends and spend the summer. As soon as you arrive at this place, you realize that it is a hoax. I'm sure that one is going to make some people in the religious community a little mad. Possibly. But good thing it's on Game Pass because I know that you're playing on stream. That... Yeah, why not? What did? Like oh. <laughs> okay, that's why. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? A lot of games we've got to churn out here. Yeah. But we'll maybe get like to it. Peek, see what it is, and we'll see where we go. Yeah. Yeah. As if I don't like it, I'm not gonna continue playing it. I've decided. This one, I'm kind of looking forward to, depending on what games they put on this. We have the Irem collection. Volume. Okay. Irem was a... God. They made a lot of good games, sort of. <laughs> okay. Um, a lot of shooters, a lot of other <clears throat> action games, all along the lines of, like, Super Nintendo. Mm. Things like that. Okay. I'm trying to see what all they have on here. Image Fight, Image Fight 2, X Multiply. Is all that's on here? I hope there's more. Because Iron makes a lot of games. Hopefully just more than those three. Where's my collection? There it is. Also December 7th. I'm not sure if he said that. No, I did not. Hold on a second. Yes, it is. Before you go back and read. Is it the prequel or the sequel? Hey, it's one of them. Play is not a... Okay, hold on. Okay, so Cotton 100% is the prequel or the first I game because you cross paths with Nata de Cotton. And then in Panorama Cotton, which comes out on the 7th as well, you play as Nata de Cotton. These are remakes. Oh. These the, are the older games. The Cotton games? Yeah. I ram Pocky and Rocky. Oh oh oh. Which is the next one? Yes, Pocky and Rocky Reshine, which is clearly a remake. This was made by Taito. And that's just a uh, December seventh. It's a multi-directional scrolling shooter in the classic sixteen-bit style with improved graphics, sound, and fun. So that's a remake, yeah, yeah for sure. The next one is Ruin Arc, which also comes out on the 7th, and you choose from three Overlord 
archetypes. Each one provides you with a different playstyle. Do you want to focus on sheer destruction, or are you into a more subtle puppet master approach? That's an interesting type of game. Good news to view the page. I gotta enter my date of birth. Or ruin arc. Yeah, I don't know why, because this is not what I was expecting. No Baldur's Gate. Uh, it's a top-down RTS. <laughs> In, like, a... Not to insult the game, but it kind of looks like it's a Flash game. Hmm. If you look at the story page, you'll see what I mean. No, I am. I'm wondering why the age restriction. Well, I mean, the village is on fire. The roof. The roof is a Okay. Not just the roof. All rain it in. Rain it in. Rain it in. I was singing a song because my ADHD. All, I know. That's why I was just making the joke and moving on. Oh, this one went right to a YouTube. Why did this one go right to YouTube? I don't know. Um, next one is Small Land Survive the Wilds, December 7th as well. And oh, I remember seeing this. Uh, can you give us more of a description than what we have here? Because that's ass. Um, yeah. You play as what is called a small folk. What they are are just like they're hobbits. No, they are tiny people. Oh. Like they're it's grounded, but instead of it being like a survival building game, it has a story. I believe. Doesn't grounded have a story? I had to, I don't know. I haven't played it long enough to know. Yeah, but in this you can like. You tame animals, so like you can ride a lizard. Like you, you Ooh. tame a gecko, and you can ride the gecko. Or I'm gonna ride a, a gecko. Fly around on a wasp. I forgot all about this because this was supposed to come out a while ago, or at least I saw the trailer for it a while ago, and forgot it was coming out. I, I didn't realize what this game was until I saw the the character in one of the armors. Gotcha. Then it made me remember what it was. What's next? Uh, next we have I closed the page again. You tell me what's next. Ultra Core comes out December 7th. It is an authentic run-and-gun game. A true love letter to classic 2D action games with elaborate stage design, tons of secrets to discover, and many mid and end bosses. Cool. Uh, you want me to add on to this? Or... Yeah. Cool. I'm like 98% sure since I entered my birthday that this is also another remake game. It sounds like it. Thank two seconds. This is a very Metroid game. Mm. Like it looks, it looks a lot like Metroid. Makes sense very by the name. Yeah. So, this is another one. Plus, it was because it's it was made by the same company who made all the other games. In 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 in. Imin. In in I N I N. Oh oh oh. So there's that. What's next? Next we have Warhammer 40k Rogue. I don't know why I almost called it 40,000. I was going to get mad at myself. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No, it, it, it's 40k. Okay. <laughs> the number is, it, it doesn't say K next to it. It says the actual I, number. So either way, it would have been fine. So that's anybody who plays it. Ooh, <laughs> never mind. I don't want to insult people. <laughs> Neil does. Still gonna keep my motion. It's Rogue Trader. I didn't realize the title circled around. 
Huh? Traitor. Yes. Uh, On the, the page I was looking on, it didn't look like it continued. Cause I oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's not a game for me. N none of the Warhammer games have been. Oh, yeah, I played Dark Tide, and it was okay playing with friends, but for the most part, meh. And then we have Adventure Tanks coming out on December 8th. Engage in fierce battles against rival tanks in a variety of arenas. Strategize your moves, dodge enemy fire, and reach the ultimate goal. Seems to be like a theme going on for this month of game editions. Why do you say that? They all seem fam like similar. Uh, this one's vaguely different. This is like a cartoony tank game. Cartoony? Yeah. Like look on the page, you can see them. Look at the pictures. Yeah, I just, I yeah, just, nice. they all. I like the art style. It's different. I meant like title wise, description wise, they're all like similar. Yeah. Not um, like that's a bad thing, it's just like, a lot of these games don't strike my fancy. Yeah, I can agree with that. There's a few on here that I might try, and then there's others that I won't like. Uh aircraft carrier survival. Mmm, <laughs> tell us more about that. <laughs> Uh, did you play Fallout Shelters? Mm-mm. Okay. It's like a... It's hard to explain, but, like, you build... A, um... You know those zombie mobile games that you see where they had to, like, build a base underground and they build it by cells? Yes. It's like that on an aircraft carrier. Okay... Which, for those who are unfamiliar, is those, those are those really big, long, flat ships. That the jets take off of. Yes, that I was going to say army, but usually it's the Navy or Air Force have that the jets can land on. And Casey worked off. on that aircraft. She was. Aircraft? She worked on the air, the aircraft carrier. Oh. She worked on the aircraft cool. carriers and fixed the... I just blanked on what they're called. Jets? Fighter jets, yeah. <laughs> God, God. Next we have Bestial Reception. I don't like the name. <laughs> I don't either, not gonna lie. But it's a it's a it's another roguelike shooter in a bizarre radioactive world full of humanoid animals. Shocking, who could have guessed that by the title? See why I said they're all kinda similar? Yeah. Why it feels uh, like they have a theme this month with yeah. game editions? In a radioactive wasteland and mutated biomes, animals are fighting for their existence, and you are one of them. Choose a hero to make your way through the hordes of enemies, collect various artifacts, explore secrets, and defeat bosses. <clears throat> Destroy all enemies and get to the top of the food chain alone or with your friend. It's up to co-op roguelike. There's yes. enough of those, but at the same time, there can always be a better one. Yeah, and I mean, if if that's all you and like your one friend play... And you're sick of like whatever you've been playing, you can switch it out and play another one. Yep. Or try something new or whatever. 
Next we have uh, Fearmonium, which comes out on December 8th. It is a psychedelic Metroidvania with an expressive ex expressive aesthetic where suspense yeah. joins together with humor. Aesthetic is a word. You gotta I, go to the store page and look at these pictures. I, I okay. <laughs> By the title, I didn't want to know anything about it, but I will, I will do this for y'all. Uh, hmm. It's not what I was expecting by the art style. It's a badass redhead holding a hammer. Yeah, it, no, like... Oh, the, you're talking about the gameplay? Uh, yes. Huh? Why do I feel like I'm watching some weird cartoon? I just... The art style is weird. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah, but it... it it's hard to explain. Like, it looks like they tried to do Cuphead, but... The artist changed it the last second so it didn't look like they were trying to do cuphead to me i mean i guess i can see the similarities yeah but it also looks pencil drawn could be yeah and that's just what makes it odd doesn't look terrible though it doesn't it's just it's just an odd design yeah Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures and uh Anyways. Oh no. Happy Words, December eighth. Happy Words is a word based real time online multiplayer board game for one to four players in which you must create new words based on existing ones. We're playing this one. It's Scrapple. Yeah, or we're playing we're playing this for a video. Oh nice. Love it. <laughs> Y'all better follow us on YouTube because he's going to get so mad. I was going to say, it's just a way for her to look better than me. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and the last game being added Seems so far. Nice. Sometimes they add things at the end of the month, but... You might add more. This page is not one of it. Uh, we have Test Expected Behavior. Easy to grip gameplay, approachable controls, and gorgeous sci-fi setting will let you feel the vibe of top-notch <clears throat> top-notch puzzle solver who will do anything to get the job done. Also, test is like T dot E. It's like an acronym spelled out. Yeah. Why? Don't know. Did not tell us. I just said out loud. I'm reading the story page now. Okay. Interesting. Another game not what I was expecting, but it does say. Your fate depends of the... Easy for you, you to say. You become a lab rat in the hands of alien scientists. Will you be able to get out of the space laboratory, pass dozens of levels with hundreds of puzzles using not only agility and logic, but also a special device that allows you to slow down, speed up, and even stop time? Your fate depends on the results of this test. So the test stands, it means something. Also, it's dot test. Yes. Hmm. Which is reminiscent of like dot hack, but Oh yeah. Interesting. So that's it for those. That's exciting. There's some um there's some interesting ones there. Uh there's some actual other ones below the video. 
We have Clone Drone. These ones don't have descriptions. Clone oh. Drone in the Danger Zone, December 5th. Rise of the Tomb Raider, December 5th. Wild Iron's Hot, which we touched upon. That's already on there. December 5th. World War Z Aftermath, December 5th. Goat Simulator 3, December 7th. Hmm? Which is actually the second game. Correct. And then Against the Storm for PC is December 8th. Against the Storm? Why is it talking to me? Never mind. <clears throat> it looks very wow. Got it. And... Okay, well, there you go. If you don't have Game Pass and you think any of those are interested in, there you go. You have some games to play. Save yourself some coin with this expensive season coming up. Because even if you don't celebrate Christmas, prices are hiked in, on top of inflation. So, you know, save yourself some money and play some weird-ass games that you may enjoy. I swear I'm not sponsored by anybody, but I would love to be. So hit me up in the uh, emails if you're interested. Uh, so um, I wasn't looking at you. I'm not. <laughs> I was reading the article for the last topic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that happen on Twitter, so I'll be... Well, so did I, I just didn't expect it to happen. We'll get there, we'll get there. Yes. And so next we'll touch upon this new open world game that has been classified as a Skyrim and Minecraft colliding in a gorgeous new game via Unreal Engine 5. It looks pretty good, not gonna lie. Are, are you there? Yes, I'm okay. just reading further down. Oh, you got and, really quiet. Uh, yes, and while that sounds nice, I'm also feeling like in this article, just wrote that out to be clickbaity. Oh, 100%. Because if you scroll down to the next article, the next article is Hogwarts Legacy meets Minecraft in a new Unreal 5 adventure. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not talk about Hogwarts Legacy, because... <sighs> Assassin's Creed meets Skyrim in a new... Yeah, it's... it's all, what is the name of the actual game? Nightingale. Nightingale, yes. Is in development. It's very gorgeous looking. It's slated to come out February 22nd of 2024, as of right now. As we know, things have quite often changed in this new sphere and space that we are in. Also, I wonder why they picked Skyrim and not... Anything else? <laughs> anything else concerning this game is guns <laughs> and not, like... Because I feel like anytime there's an open world game, like Skyrim is, is the one that gets, like no, like recognized the most. Like you say Skyrim, you're like, oh okay. But if you yeah, say but like something but else, at the same time, if you t if you tell me the game is like Skyrim, I'm gonna just picture like swords medieval. No, you're right, but That's why I, I don't understand the comparison. The whole the whole article was clickbait, but the game itself looks gorgeous. It does. So not too deep in that. Definitely something I will be looking into once it comes out, because it'll be around my birthday. 
And next topic is kind of a quick one. Um, I just wanted to touch upon the fact that Amazon has released its trailer for the Fallout TV show that they are doing. It looks really good. It looks really good. <laughs> From someone who hasn't played anything but Fallout 76. So I don't count my other short experiences with the other games that I did try because I just never went back to them for whatever reason. Uh, I've talked about it before, but it looks really good. The characters look good. The costumes look good. Like, I'm excited to watch the show because we have Amazon, so why not? It'll be another TV show for him to bitch about having to watch. <laughs> oh, we have to watch it? <laughs> Yeah. Just to be a you and Toki show? No. Ugh. No. You already ditched me on Stranger Things, and I'm still mad about. Uh. So the show is set 200 years after the apocalypse, and the trailer ends with the nuclear explosion that changes the world for good. So. It's gonna good. be. <laughs> Apparently. They got nuked. Yeah, they sure did. What's good about that? We have to watch to find out. Anyways, the next topic we have is I don't know. Do we lead with the cult of the lamb? And... I think we end on that. I think we end on that because it's a funny. Okay. Thing to end on. Okay. Plus, I would rather just talk about the fact that we're trying to resurrect the dodo bird. Sorry, de-extinct the dodo bird. There is a de-extinction plan to reintroduce the dodo bird to Mauritius. So, there's a lot of genetic stuff talking about splicing different birds because they have some of the similar aspects that the dodo bird did have. The dodo was flightless. And it has been extinct since 1681, so it's been gone for quite a long time. So it's kind of interesting that, because they're doing it with, they're trying to do it with other species as well. My only question is, is like, I this didn't is... know the dodo went extinct that late. I thought it was a lot earlier. No, yeah, it was. It because of hunters, it went extinct because of hunters and predators. It didn't really have a chance. No, but. See, these, these are the things that make my brain kind of churn out things such as, well, was it supposed to be extinct for a reason? Like, that whole butterfly effect type of, like, argument. Like, there's a reason why it didn't live. And, you know, survival of the fittest is something that very much exists in the wild Right, because like humans are, we're we're fighting it. Like we we know that we all die, you know, but we're all fighting against it actually happening. And I, but uh, on the other hand, like they're cute. I want to see a dodo bird be, you know, alive again and, you know, live. But basically, the. Extinct relative of the dodo from the Rodriguez Island, close to Mauritius, in the Nicobar Pigeon, 
which is the dodo's closest living relative, resides in Southeast Asia and Indian and Pacific Oceans. So they have sequenced the full genome of the dodo bird to introduce it because the they found cells that act as a precursor for ovaries or testes in the Nicobar pigeon that can successfully grow in a chicken embryo. So basically they're taking different aspects of birds to splice together the dodo bird and bring it back to life. So it's like Jurassic Park bringing I, back the dinosaurs. I was really waiting for you to stop talking for a minute to say that. We start with a bird then yes. we move on to something slightly bigger than one of the scientists who go, hey, what if we did dinosaurs? Yeah, so... So... It, that that's that's another caveat that, to what I was saying. It's like, it's cool. It, it it can I? Yes. Should I? Should be the secondary question. Like just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And it just it just concerns me a little bit. But they put in the research and. You know, all in all, their efforts to figure out the entire genome of an extinct bird is pretty fucking cool. Like, that took a lot of work and a lot of dedication. And I commend them on that because th that part is awesome. I'm just worried about <laughs> everything that they want to follow. And... <laughs> This last topic will have you guys in stitches, because it certainly had me in stitches when I, I watched it happen in, basically in real time on Twitter, or X, whatever the frick you want to call it. Like, nobody wants to call it X. <laughs> Which is really funny. But, um... Yes, yeah, so the cult of the lamb. Is it the. Are you good? I'm reading the article. Oh my god. It's so funny because. Told you so to have you in stitches. <laughs> oh my god. There's so much to this. There's so much more to this than it seems. So. <laughs> cult of the lamb. Tweeted out that if their Twitter account hit 300k followers by the end of this year they would add sex to the cult of the lamb game and it very quickly very quickly hit 300k oh yeah they hit uh, they gained 113,000 followers in two days and they are at half a million now yeah crazy <laughs> basically this this article somebody asked Have you read this article yet no Oh, you're gonna get a kick out of it <laughs> so we'll just give you this episode is already about an hour long so we will just skip and skim and give you the like tldr but if you want to read it it's by polygon by anna diaz it was published on november 30th 2023 at 3 30 p.m it's 
called We Asked the Cult of the Lamb Developers Too Many Questions About Its Sex Update. Going to start a sex cult now. I will also try to remember to link it in the description so that you guys can follow it there. But basically, they quickly amassed that amount, which makes me feel like either they knew that that was going to happen and they were planning on adding it, or sorely mistook their their community and Twitter as a whole. And now they're they're paying the price. Yes, it will be added to the next update in early 24 uh, called the Sins of the Flesh update. <laughs> uh, it also comes with a cosmetic pack. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> The biggest question now that people are asking is, what will the Oops. sex look like in the game? Yes. Call of the Lamb features a cast of adorable anthropomorphic animals, but the promise of sex leaves a lot to be imagined. On this note, the team assured Polygon that the e game's ESRB rating will remain the same. Which, I think it's rated teen? You check that while I kind of dive into that. So, okay. there's ways for them to do this, right? Because they could just, like have it worded in a way that it's you know if you're a follower you can do x with you know the leader or you can you know try to have people procreate in order to you know uh expand your cult like in real life you know that's what really happens in like real cults they I'll share husbands and weird shit. Um, Call of the Lamb has an ESRB rating of teen, so thirteen plus. I guess it it could it could be like The Sims, right, where uh, it alludes to it. Funny you mentioned that. Oh, okay. <laughs> because um, <laughs> later in the article they ask if um. Because who makes the game? Mad Monster makes a lot of jokes like that yeah. about things about doing things on their Twitter when the whole Unity debacle happened. They made a joke about deleting their game so they wouldn't have to worry about the money, which also drew in a lot of people. Um, so they say it's not all that surprising that developers would add sex to the game. Given this, Polygon asked the team if the update was planned earlier, if it was truly started by this tweet. The response, quote. We've been working on Sins of the Flesh since we finished the last update earlier this year. When it comes to follower fornication, it was something we workshopped a long time ago and didn't go through with. But now our programmers are working on the update as we speak. So I was right. Uh, yes, they actually, and I said it was funny that you said Sin, it's also a massive monster by the way, to correct myself. Um, where was it that I had read that? Oh, you're talking about here where it says about the rating and said they used games like Pokemon and Sims when yeah. it came to references, but put their cultish spin on things so the age rating one doesn't change. So, yeah, so they're either <laughs> going to do something like the, what is it, the daycare center, or it's just going to be like completely censored like the Sims. It could be a culmination of both. Depending on, sim. like, if you if you tell your followers to do X, then you don't see it. They just kind of walk off, like, 
right together but i, w I wonder if the lfg is also going to include like double bunks and stuff like that maybe who knows we'll have to wait and see uh it's going to be an update so it'll be free it'll be a free update with a cosmetic and that is a game that i am going to pick back up on stream so shocking around early 2024 no we brought this up <laughs> the other night when i was streaming and i was asking because i wanted to know because i'm trying to plan streams i'm trying to be more diligent i'm trying to be more consistent it also helps me plan for like content in the future like okay i can whittle this down into clips or i can whittle this down into a video or i can just skip the majority of this and just like have a chill stream and not have to worry about editing it because I'm good on X, Y, and Z. And you guys enjoyed watching me play Cult of the Lamb and struggling with the combat. Because <clears throat> I play with mouse and keyboard and it's just, it's designed to be played on a controller. Anyways, Sex is Coming to Cult of the Lamb. We will be playing that back on stream. And yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, right around a normal amount of time. Do you have any things to add on to that? He's quiet. He must be talking to somebody. Adding on to what? The Cult of the Lamb? anything like or anything yeah no. any last last thoughts before no, we close anything else to add to all of this <laughs> i think i think we touched on what we wanted to touch on we actually didn't segue that much do, you, do we have to segue for a little bit like is that a requirement to our podcast now i know that's weird <laughs> My ADHD must be on control. On control? All right. Well, I immediately regret saying that. It's over. Good night, everybody. But before we actually end up derailing, we've we've kept this fairly in line with the topics. We didn't really derail. I mean, maybe we did, and we just don't remember. Who knows? But yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it. Before I I start thinking too hard and you know, stuff and things. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for Mr. for being on the podcast and being my co-host as always. I will do my best to link everything that I have mentioned. It is one o'clock in the morning, so I am not going to promise that I am at my best, but I'll <laughs> work on editing and getting this scheduled and then I will take a look at it before it actually airs and make sure that I've done my best with adding everything that you guys may be interested in looking into yourselves. We are back and uh, for our normal weekly sessions. Like I mentioned on stream the other night, I am, I don't even remember if I mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, so bear with me. But I am going to try and plan and have the episodes planned through the end of the year. So depending on Christmas and New Year's plans, we'll at least have the episodes ready to go out for you guys. And I'll 
you know, I do enjoy trying to keep topics as like close to relevant as possible. But if it's not, then there's a good reason why we're still talking about it because it was either burning a hole through our pocket, so to speak, and we just needed to put our two cents in or uh, we were lazy and didn't feel like going well technically I'm the one who picks the topic so I was lazy and didn't really care that's not true because I, I just get set I whatever I don't care I'm gonna I'm gonna start derailing because my brain is dumb but yeah if there like as always if there's any topics that you guys would like to hear our takes on then please send it to us via email or via Twitter uh, whether it be my personal account or the Batter Podcast account, it, it for me, it just makes things easier if you do it on the Batter Podcast account because then I just know where it is because, you know, them graphics artists on Twitter be hitting my Twitter up way too often. I'm like, bro, I do my own work and when I don't do my own work, I have my people. And they're like, yeah, but like I can do this for you. It's like, no, <laughs> no, you cannot because I don't want you to. They don't like to take no for an answer, which just doesn't make me want them to do anything for me because it's not how I work. But anyways, we will catch you guys on next week's episode. I'm not sure who next week's co-host is going to be, so be on the lookout for that. I'm sure one of my wonderful co-hosts will be returning. Just have to get that situated, situated. And yeah, don't forget to like, follow, share, and all of the things. I will catch you on the next one. Good night. Mwah.